Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 34 of the Home Hour podcast. This is the show where we talk about your family, food, your home, and everything that goes on inside your four walls. I'm Megan Francis, the creator of the Happiest Home blog, and I'm glad you're here. So I know that I took a really long hiatus that was supposed to be a much shorter hiatus over the summer. I had some technical issues with the podcast, and Sarah moved. Um, Sarah, who is the managing editor at The Happiest Home and my right-hand woman and does a lot of behind-the-scenes work for me. And I just had a very enjoyable, relaxing summer and kind of just really fell off the face of the earth a little bit when it came to podcasting. And I really just went on a very minimalist um, minimalist sort of strategy when it came to keeping everything going. So hope that was not too unexpected and disappointing. I'm back now and there'll be weekly episodes again from now on. Today's show is a little different than most. We're not going to do an interview um, technically. Usually we have a segment with one of the um, expert co-hosts and then a um, longer interview. And this time I'm just talking with Sarah Powers, who is the managing editor of The Happiest Home. And we're talking about what we did over the summer and also what's going on in our lives now that we're sort of entering that back to school season. And I have to share that yesterday for the very, very first time um, in my entire life as a mom, all of my kids went to school at the same time. So I had five kids who all left the house in the morning and didn't come home until the afternoon, and I had about a seven and a half hour block of time to myself, and it was really something, I have to say. Um, you know, of course, I've had over the years, occasionally I've had childcare or the kids have been someplace else where I've had time to myself, but just knowing that I'm going to have this every single day and how productive uh, I'll be able to be because of it and the house is so quiet, it's been really strange and bittersweet. Of course, my daughter, Clara started kindergarten and, uh, she was very apprehensive about that because she's really attached to me. But I have to say she had a great day. She came home very excited. In fact, she was bouncing off the walls the entire evening and, um, really, really hyper. So anyway, things went great. And this morning everyone got off again with smiles and it looks like it's going to be a great school year. So today, Sarah and I talk a lot about the changes that uh, school brings and whether or not you're in, you know, your kids are in school. There's just something about the fall. It really feels like the new year to me. And so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping everyone can kind of capitalize on this energy and, you know, maybe take on a project or two of their own, um, even if you're still at home with, you know, lots of little kids. And we do talk about that too, the difference between where Sarah is. She's got a six, a four, and a one-year-old. And how much more complicated that is, um, that those ages are when it comes to school than the ages my kids are between, you know, five and 16, where they're all just going to sort of one school for the whole day. Sarah's still very much in the phase where she's doing a lot of picking up and dropping off during the day, and she's got a toddler to work around, and it's all complicated. So we talk about that, and we talk a little bit about how much freedom to give kids as far as walking home from school and that kind of thing. And just kind of uh, just kind of catch up with each other. It's a nice casual episode. I hope you'll enjoy it. And enough rambling from me. Let's just get to my chat with Sarah. I'm here with Sarah Powers now. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I am great. Um, September. Sarah and I were just doing a little before the show chatting about 
our school years coming up and where we both are. So Sarah, talk about where you are, because I probably in the intro will brag a lot about um, how all my kids are out of the house for the second day. (laughs) Mine are not. Um, Mine are not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, well, I should back up. We moved to a different state this summer. We had a very busy summer. We relocated from Arizona to Southern California. So it is not only a new school year, we're settling into a new town, a new house, new schools, all of it. So that, that um, backstory aside, where we are back to school-wise is um, my four-year-old started preschool yesterday at his new preschool here. Um, he went to preschool last year in Arizona two mornings a week. This year he's doing four mornings, so a little bit more of a schedule increase for him. Um, and then my first grader starts at the local neighborhood public school tomorrow. So it's a late late in the season start for us. Arizona is always one of those first schools you hear about. Like when people mm. are posting back to school pictures the first week of August, that was us last year. Yeah. And this year, I mean, we're really one of the very latest. I know a lot of people yeah. start this week. She just starts toward the end of the week. She starts tomorrow, which is Thursday, I think when this will run probably. Anyway, um, so she is getting ready to go back tomorrow. And then I have a one and a half year old who is at home with me. So um, not everyone going back to school, but we are about to definitely schedules are about to change and all that. Now, will you, will, um, Allegra be riding the bus, the bus? No, I don't think a lot of people do or bus walking. Here. How, how so far are you are, from the school? We are just under a mile, which is nice and close okay. for a short drive. It's yeah. not, I think with me having the two littler kids, um, I don't think we'll walk it very often. If we do, yeah. it might be like a fun thing to do together. I don't have a double stroller because my middle child is four. So he doesn't right. ride in a stroller a ton. Um, I am now realizing people are outdoors and walking a lot more here. And I'm realizing like one of those double joggers probably would be good. I just don't think of a four-year-old needing a stroller very often, but like a, like a mile walk to school would be one where the two youngers might go, you know, anyway, I, I don't you know think what I always meant to get, I always meant to get one of those ones with the jump seat on the back and I yeah. never got around to it, but I really feel like that age would have been perfect. Yeah, and I had one, but it was a cheapo and it wasn't yeah. very comfortable to push. So yeah. I now have a, a pretty nice um, comfortable jogger that's a single. And every once in a while, I'll wear the baby, wear the toddler and push the four-year-old, which is like kind of a workout. Um, so anyway, I don't think we'll walk on a regular basis. I have heard through the grapevine of my new neighbors that drop off and pick up is kind of a zoo at this school. So I'm a little apprehensive. It's a short drive, but it might be a a long wait in the pickup line. And that's like not my favorite thing. But I have been assured that if you like hit it at the right time, and if you're on the early side, which I like to be early anyway, um, that it's okay. So all of that is going to shake out in the next week or so. And I'm kind of curious how it'll go. So I have some thoughts about the whole pickup line, drop off line thing. But first, before we get there, you were right. We haven't, it's been a long time since we've done a podcast together. And I think people are probably like, what's, what was your summer like and what's going on? So let's back up a little bit and we can both talk about our summers. Um, so you moved and that was big. (laughs) And then while Sarah was moving and wasn't available to, um, you know, help as much with the blog, I sort of just fell off the face of the earth. I feel like, like I was on total, I don't want to use the word autopilot. It was less than that. It was like less than autopilot. <laughs> it was, it you, was blog survival it. mode. You earned it with the winter you guys had. You, you know, earned that summer. really, I mean, by the time it started, and we had a beautiful summer here. I mean, it was, it, John calls it California weather because it was like 73 mm-hmm. and sunny every day. 
I call it room day. temperature. When you walk yeah. outside and it's like the same temperature inside. Yeah, we call actually we call it actually zero temperature yeah. when you can't feel anything. Yeah. Like there's no you yeah. know feeling on your skin. Yeah. But we did so much just sit. now. We didn't make it to the beach as much because it was never hot. I mean, we'd go, right. but right. the kids didn't want to get in the water. And Lake Michigan, I think there's still ice on Lake Michigan out in uh, the middle from that winter. Um, from that winter, it was so crazy and so long. So, anyway. We very much enjoyed the summer. It was very relaxing and a lot of laying around and a lot of sitting in the back patio and um, hanging out with friends and just, you know, relaxing a lot. So we sort of now I'm looking at this backlog of stuff (laughs) that I have to do and it's, you know, it's um, considerable, but it's okay because all my kids are in school now. So tell us about your move. Like how, I mean, you're from California. I grew up in Santa Barbara, which is about two and a half hours north of where we are now. We're in Orange County. Um, and it is really interesting. I, so I grew up in Santa Barbara, but I have not spent a ton of time in Southern California since I left for college at 18. I mean, I would come home for vacations, um, but I have not lived as an adult in California. And my parents moved away from where I grew up a few years later. So even when I see my parents, it has not been in my childhood hometown for several mm-hmm. years now. So there's a lot of funny things about returning to the same general area, you know, it's pretty similar weather and people and stuff to where you grew up and now having kids here. Cause I feel like there's a big gap. Like I didn't really spend my twenties and early thirties in Southern California, hardly at all with, you know, except for a few vacations. So, um, it's, it is funny, like kind of remembering how things are just the culture and the people and, but yeah, the move went, um, surprisingly well. I think the harder part was leading up to the move, packing, um, we had movers who packed for us, which is the best thing ever, but still getting the house ready for that and keeping the house ready to show in the summer mm-hmm. in Arizona with three kids home, no childcare, no school, and trying to like pick up after every mess as it went. It was, that part was kind of hard. Um, since we've been here, we've been here three week, three and a half weeks. Um, this part has been surprisingly great. We've met some really good neighbors and um, the weather's been so nice compared to an Arizona summer and, um, yeah, so I, I kind of feel kind of ready to start school. We're not a hundred percent settled into the house, but definitely we're functional. So, um, yeah, it's been good. I think you need to write a blog post about showing a house when you have oh, little kids at home because I don't do I, so many people I know have been in the same boat recently. It's a big yeah. topic. Yeah. And it is, I think you just surrender at some point. Like yeah. I think the first little while I just felt like we had to be ready at a moment's notice. And the truth was we didn't, we didn't have a lot of showings where it was like, we're on your doorstep. We'd like to see it now. Right. One, like two or three times we had, I would say less than an hour's notice. Um, Mm -hmm. and of course there's like a baby who naps and like all those other schedule things. And, um, but most of the time I had like a half a day to a day's notice. And so I think after a while I just started to let it go. You know, it was like, okay, I can speed clean in an hour if I have to, but I think it's, it was more the, um, like what it did to me, like psychologically, it was just yeah, yeah. something hanging over you. Like, you know, you realize how I, I, you know, I have certain areas of cleaning that I am comfortable letting go because then I can power do it all at once. And you can't, you can't really do that. You have to stay on top of pretty much every area. And that's mm-hmm. not how I usually am, I guess. <laughs> My brother and sister-in-law and their family moved early this summer. So I guess they That's were right. showing like yeah. in the spring. And I think what they, what they ended up doing was actually, um, kind of pre 
pre-moving, I guess. I mean, they went through all their stuff mm-hmm. and put a lot of stuff in storage mm-hmm. and then got rid of a lot of toys and stuff just so that they wouldn't yes. have to deal with we, that. We did that too. There were a few key toy things. We got rid of the train table. They had kind of outgrown it. We got, we moved the play kitchen. Like, you know how play mm-hmm. kitchen and all the, all the like little food and stuff. Right. Like we just put that in the garage. Things where it just tends to like spread out permanently. Right. Um, so yeah, we kind of did that a little bit too. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah. So all that's yeah. behind us and we're, um, hopefully the house is just about sold now. Fingers crossed, knock on oh, wood, but crossed, yeah. Yes. So yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, so you guys actually moved out and w- were waiting. So you didn't, I mean at the end, oh yeah, you were telling me about this. Like you were relieved to move because of what a pain it is yes. to be living in a house and yes. trying to show and so, it yeah, so it, yeah. it had not sold. We'd had so, uh, some good traction and um, even an offer. And so we were pretty hopeful it would sell fairly quickly after we move. And we are now in escrow. So fingers crossed. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank it sounds you. like a big, exciting yeah. move for your it's family. And yeah, it's a good thing. A good, a good place for you to be. Yeah. I know a lot of nice people in Southern California. Yeah. They're happy. John would like John would like for us to be one of I those know. nice it's people. Easy to, it's easy to be nice when you're here. I will. Tell yeah, you I can see that. You know, I think we just need a few, like fewer children. I just, I mean, it's hard enough for us to make it in Michigan. Not to make it that that's over exaggerating, but um, it's hard. Like we have a you know a five bedroom house. Yeah. It's a sizable yeah. payment yeah. and it would probably be triple this <laughs> in yeah. Southern California. It's just hard for me to wrap my brain around yeah. like it how is, that would it work at this point of our lives. It is definitely a sticker shock. We're still yeah. experiencing yeah. in different ways. Housing, we knew, you know, so we kind of prepared ourselves. and But there's just other ways where you're like, wow. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Things right. are yeah. more. It's it's appealing, but I'm also now, what's, what's so funny to me is now that I'm on this side of where all my kids are in school and two of them are in high school, I'm sort of, it's like there's this countdown now to where we won't even have kids at home or maybe one kid at mm-hmm. home. And that'll be a completely, that'll be the time mm-hmm. of our lives where we can make mm-hmm. big decisions about mm-hmm. things like that. Right now, our lives are very simple and manageable. And, and you live in a beautiful, I mean, it is beautiful you, you live in a beautiful place too. And it sounds yeah. like an awesome small town. So it is, it really is. I think we just get weary <laughs> yes. in the winter sometimes. Oh, I don't blame you. But you know, I have to say last year, even when that winter was was it was insane. It was a crazy winter. And especially if you're not used to winters. I knew a few people who had just, you know, recently moved to Michigan and mm-hmm. were like, what? <laughs> From someplace in the right. South or whatever. And they're like, are you kidding me? Um, it was fun for like the first three months because there was a sense of everyone being in it together. Yeah. And we're every day it was like, school's canceled again. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> There's three feet of snow on the, on the ground again. Are you kidding me? And then what ended up happening is there was a big melt in about March mm-hmm. and it lasted like 12 hours and then it all froze over again. So everybody's yards and sidewalks became just impassable. Oh. So yeah, I would have to go, you know, we have this little area between the, uh, the garage is maybe 12 feet from the back door, mm-hmm. but it was just this ice block of ice. And so the kids and I would form like a human chain <laughs> <laughs> to get to the car because I would lose them on the oh, way. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and there was nothing you could do about it. The ice was so thick you couldn't, you know, oh no my salt. Was I can't get even imagine. That. I know it was crazy. So that at that point it did start to wear on us a little bit. But boy, this summer was sweet. That's awesome. And I I hear that. <clears throat> excuse me. This winter coming up is going to be another doozy. So, really? Wow. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Oh. So we're hunkering down. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, you'll have some nice fall before then. Yeah. So let's talk about this school thing because yeah. I know this is where you are right now is you're really just getting to the point. Well, you're in the point right now 
Where it's almost more complicated for you to have some of your kids in mm-hmm. school than it would be if they just were all home. Yeah, we're definitely three different, you know, an elementary school, a preschool, and one at home. And yeah, no bus, as we talked about. Um, right. So driving. Um, everything's close here, really close, even closer than the schools where we were in Arizona. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I would love to hear. So you have you have three in the same elementary school, correct? And then two I in do. the same high school. So that's probably I have, right. the fewest, like the least complicated than, than you've This have. is the least complicated it's ever been. For yeah. me. Plus they all start at the same time. And, you know, um, Clara didn't even go to preschool. We talked about that right. last year. Um, it was just kind of a, a lot of different factors. All the other kids went to preschool. She didn't because she was really attached to me and didn't much want to go. And she was the last kid and she was very easy to have at home. It wasn't mm-hmm. like she wasn't real needy. She would play with mm-hmm. her toys and um, – her Play-Doh and drawings, color and stuff, and while I was working. So it actually worked out pretty well to have her at home. I just didn't really see the point. Right. But and – and the other reason we didn't do preschool was because, as you're finding, as a working-from-home yeah. mom, preschool adds – it's great, especially if if you have a lot of little kids close together and you just need that quiet right. and maybe that one-on-one time with the baby. But <laughs> it also adds a layer a layer of complication right. to everything. Right. Especially because at preschool, it's not – I mean, every preschool is different, but a lot of times you have to go into the building. Yeah, we do this time. We didn't um, at our preschool in Arizona, but I do now. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to park. You have to, if yes. you have a smaller child, you yes. have to get them out of the car. You yes. have to bring them in. If it's during nap time, forget yep. about it. I yep. mean, it's just yep. – and it's never very long. Yep. How long is your preschool? It's, a, it's um, 8.45 to 12.15, so it's – yeah, three hours, whatever. Three hours. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that three hours or three is that and two and a half? And a half? It's three, That's three and a half. That's three and good. A half. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say the ones that we've had before have always been like more on the two and a half, yeah. in the two and a yeah, half Yeah, so hour this range. is three and a half, but it's still, yeah. I mean, by the time you get home and yeah. Settle I in, yeah. get the baby out of the car. Yep. It's, put her in her high chair yep. and throw some Cheerios yep. at her or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, totally. It's It's just, but it's funny to me how recently – that was my life where I had a kindergartner. And in those days, it was half-day kindergarten. We don't have that anymore. Um, and I was bummed about that for a while because I really liked the idea of half-day kindergarten. But in practice, mm-hmm. I lo- I'm loving so far. It's right. only been, you know, a day and a half now. I am loving all day because, you know, again, right now we're recording this late morning. Right. I would have to already be thinking yeah. about going to get Clara right. in the next half hour. Right. And I haven't really gotten that much done today. And right. then I'd have to go, you know, in a couple more hours, yeah. I'd either have to go get her brothers or they'd have to walk home. So it's just nice that they're all yeah. there together at the same time. So will they do bus or walk? What's the situation? They, okay. So we live about, I would say, three quarters of a mile from the school. Mm-hmm. That's um, about our, what we are too. Our yeah. Level, all, closer to a mile. but My boys walked all last year um, and the year before, and that was always fine. Um, with Clara, mm, it's a little iffier. I mean, she has a brother in fifth grade, and I honestly would be pretty comfortable with the two of them walking together. He's very responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm just a little – I don't want to put that burden on him, mm-hmm. really, because she can be kind of a pain and <laughs> as five-year-olds are. And it's a long walk for a five-year-old. And it's then, a long walk for a five-year-old. And like... if at some point she says, I'm done, I don't right. want to walk anymore, what, what's he going to do? Right. You know. <laughs> so we have a system, though, where instead of dealing with the pickup line, what I do is I park about a block away. Mm-hmm. And then William, and this is, you know, all theoretical at this point because this will just be the second day, but William is going to go get her out of the kindergarten line and walk her to me. Oh, that's good. Hand her off. 
and we can either walk or, or drive. You know, I can either go pick her up and just mm-hmm. sit at the car. Um, and then, and then the boys can stay and play on the playground for a little bit mm-hmm. if they want to. Often that's their, you know, most fun time of the day. Right, right. right after school, they play on the playground for 20 minutes or half an hour and then they walk home. Um, and they sometimes have other things after school. Like there's a language program that they did last year that's after school and an art program that's after school. So sometimes they stay later. But I think that that's really going to work well. I The pickup line thing, it's the thing about the pickup line that always bothered me the most and why I kind of started to realize that it was good for my um, sanity. <laughs> so you know how you kind of get road rage sometimes yes. when people yes. are doing dumb things around you? And, and I have heard that yourself. that is so, definitely the situation <laughs> at, in, at our school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was – people would just do the most ridiculous things. I mean, things that you would never do, I feel – don't in you polite feel like company. that's the last you know, like, place that you should do that? I mean, like I was thinking about this because I've been warned by neighbors and stuff that the pickup line. Yeah. But I, I'm such like a people pleaser and I like to, even if I'm not best friends with someone, if I'm going to, if they, if I'm going to run into them at a birthday party or like at a school event, right. don't you think that that's the last place I would want to be rude or even per- be perceived to be rude is if I'm going to have to make a conversation think, with these moms in an, like, I don't know, that I, would, that I alone know. would make me drive better. Even if I'm muttering under my breath, I just feel like I, I'm going to have to right. see these people. Like if they're <laughs> the one that cut you off. I know. Totally. I don't, bl- I don't, I don't get it either. And to me, you know, the cutting off was never like, that's not that kind of stuff that I've experienced personally. Um, although I'm sure it happens. It's more like, I think it's a lot of yeah. cluelessness and sort of just a sense of them being in a bigger right. hurry than anybody else. It's really weird to me. Like somebody will park their monster, you know, um, SUV right in the middle of this place. We're very clearly right. not supposed to right. park because it's not part of the line. It's like, it's right. a drive, yeah. you know, it's a driveway and it's a really small space. Like the parking lot at our right. school is very tiny. Um, so, and there's a lot of parking around. So this is the other thing that drives me crazy is it's really easy just to park on a side street, right. hop out and get your right. kid and get back in your car. It's right. not a big deal at all. Um, but people will get in that line and then they'll sit there and just park right in the middle and wait for their kid who's 500 feet away and not in any hurry. And they'll, they won't right. get out of the way. It's right. like, they're not, it's right. just, it's mind blowing sometimes. And it's holding up the whole right. line and you're just like, do you not? And the principal will come over and tell people they can't be someplace. And the principal has to stand oh there the whole gosh. time and watch to make sure that people are, you know, and obeying and following the common sense rules. And then um, at some point he'll go, he'll always send out, you know, several emails yeah. and several letters yeah. like every same, year asking people very principle. specifically right. not to do this, that, and the other. Yeah, that- people do it anyway. So anyway, I... <laughs> and then I start to get paranoid. Like, right. am I part of the problem? Right. Am I doing something right. that I don't even right. know that I'm doing? So anyway, I avoid that. So what I'll do is I either – we have a, a different area where you can park that's, like, on the other side of the playground. So you kind of have to park and walk. Or I'll have the kids um, – the older kids bring right. Clara to me. Or I can park, like, a block away or two yeah. blocks away and walk. It does sound and like a lot of people easy. do that here. I my Because yeah. having a toddler to schlep in and out of the car – and, and a four-year-old who that's walks not, on that's his not own, fun. but still, it's still right. the, so we'll see. It'll all shake out in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, and yeah. it does sound like I have some good carpool opportunities in my neighborhood too. People are all over that already. So right. that's as after, that's nice. I probably won't go that route until we're all settled and, you know, she's comfortable with the process, but, um, that's yeah. a good option too. So another, another thing to consider if they allow, I mean, to say if they allow walking is sort of silly, right. but I know schools are right. different about the way they want kids to walk um, alone. But if you, if there's other kids in that, in that neighborhood right. who walk, 
You know, if right. she has like a little right. gang of friends that she can start walking right. with and you right. can just nab yeah. her <laughs> yeah. at some point, yeah. you know, a block or two away. This is not the time, like you said, not the time to right. be making those decisions, yeah. but you'll start to see yep. workarounds. Yep. I am all no, about the so, workarounds. It sounds like, like I'm really lucky there have been some <laughs> awesome moms who are like, okay, here's what you got to do. You got to go on this side street and, you know, so. Right. Um, but I, this is the kind of off topic, but when you were talking about William being in fifth grade and the staying on the playground longer and then walking home, I was going to ask, how is like the kid to mom communication shaking out at that age? I know you have like high schoolers with cell phones, I presumably, but fifth (sighs) grade is kind of that age, like more independence, but like, like if he decided to like play on the playground and then walk to a friend's house, like, does he, does he have a cell phone? Do kids at that age use cell phones? Like this is me being clueless. A lot of kids do. Um, so Will turns okay. 11 this fall, and we told him a few years ago, just arbitrarily, he could have a cell phone when he turned 11. I, know, I don't know I why do I said that, that name like, or that, that age. Do you just throw something out and you think, the oh, time. they'll forget, like, and he's never six, forgotten. So I'm like, well, I have lots of things I could say. Like, yeah. When you're 10. <laughs> you're you're being bunny, called out on a lot of different promises. Exactly. <laughs> so he he um, has been promised a cell phone at 11, and actually I'm – I might just go ahead and, and jump the gun before, you know, his birthday is in October. But I'm really starting to see how um, for the way yeah. people live today, you know, it would just be really nice for him to have that. I don't, he doesn't need to have a smartphone. It could just be a flip phone with a few numbers in it. Um, but for him, us to be able to have that communication right. would be yeah. really convenient because he does have more independence and he's got a younger cousin and a younger brother who right. kind of right. run with him. And so for their, all of their sakes, you know, they all get the independence right. because of him which is awesome, but also puts a lot of responsibility on him. And so I think it would be, and he's very, very, it was really cute yesterday when I went after school to go pick up um, Clara. He was already waiting at the kindergarten line for her to come out. And he didn't even know I was there. Like, I don't, I think he just felt like he should take charge of her just in case. So he's very responsible. And um, yeah, I think it'll, it'll be fine. He'll have a phone then that way. And the other thing that's weird is um, Owen, who is in third grade overheats oh. sometimes like he run he's like i posted this yeah video i watched it this morning on That's youtube today yeah, did you see shows. that okay yeah. that was owen that was owen like three oh no not the one with uh yeah the little short yes. one that i put up yes okay yes. the kid's going crazy on the bed okay that was owen like four years ago he's still kind of like that i mean he's calmed down a lot he's not three years old anymore or four years old but he um he goes crazy on the playground right. and then he gets hot and then he like right. has a headache and he lays there crying. Yeah. <laughs> this only happened a handful of times, but the times it's happened, like I've, you know, they haven't come home and I've like, oh boy, yeah. Owen must have overheated. <laughs> so I go to the school and there's William standing there like over Owen going, get up, dude, we got to go home. And Owen's just sitting there like, I can't. <laughs> so I don't know. We're at this age now where the freedom thing is, and we do live in a, in a, in a town where a lot of kids walk and a lot of kids stay after and play. And there's not... Although there definitely is some paranoia, um, I feel like there is a little bit mm-hmm. of the Mayberry thing going on here where it's not frowned upon for kids to right. walk home or, you know, and I know some, some school districts, like, that's completely discouraged. Like right. kids aren't allowed to walk. I think we're, so, I mean, there is yeah. one really busy street in between our neighborhood and the school neighborhood. I think, um, but I think older kids, our elementary school shares the campus with the middle school. They're separate schools, but they mm, share okay. a campus. So, um, which is kind of nice. I think if we, if we stay here and everybody continues, I could potentially have all three kids there through eighth grade. I mean, not right on that same 
Right. Anyway, um, I do think yeah. older elementary and middle schoolers walk all the time. So I think I, we're not totally yeah. – I think they have a rule against riding bikes to school, which is kind of sad. But I, I do think that we're really windy roads and hills and then a couple of really yeah. busy streets. So I understand it from a safety perspective, especially – if you were having then younger kids, second and third graders wanting to ride their bike to school yeah, and right. stuff. But I think I'm pretty sure there's walkers. And it might be – it could also be a bike mm-hmm. storage issue. I mean, it's, you're in California. I have a feeling a lot right. of kids yes. ride the bikes. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not sure that they would be equipped. Right. I know our school wouldn't be. If you know, And a lot of kids do ride their bikes, but right. not that many. And I think right. that if there was a ton, they would have true. a hard time That's true. figuring out where to put them all. So – yeah. And I can understand that too, because then the school kind of, I mean, I, I don't agree with it in my, right. I'm the parent and I can, there's always that part of me that's like, I'm the parent and however I want my kid right. to get to school is how my kid should be able to get to school. End of story. But I can see how if the kids mm-hmm. don't wear helmets or something like that, there sure. could be some liability on the schools that sure. they don't want to deal with. And I guess I understand that even though I don't. Yeah, it seems like don't it would like be nice. It, you know? Uh. And it's tricky. Like it's tricky as they get older because, you know, you start, um, giving kids freedoms mm-hmm. because they need them, but not everybody agrees. And there's not really a uh, one culturally acceptable right. rule right. for each circumstance. Everybody does right. things totally differently. And so I'm trying to sort of push it back toward more freedom, more responsibility, more independence for kids, because I feel like otherwise right. everyone's pulling us so hard in the other direction. Right. Like I almost right. have to be the rebel right. Right. <laughs> on the other, on the other side. Um, when we lived in Chicago, and we lived in a very nice residential neighborhood, and we were probably, I don't know, three quarter, again, about three quarters of a mile from the school, little neighborhood school. And the secretary called me in a panic one day, and she's like, did you know your boys walked to school? And they were in, I want to say, okay. fourth and second grade. And I said, well, yes, I, yes. <laughs> yes, I was aware since I pushed them out the door this morning. And she's like, well, if it's a problem, I can just <gasps> take them home. And I said, no, that's okay. I want them to, I want them to walk. I didn't need them. If, if they needed a ride, yeah. I'd come get them. It's not, you know, like I don't have a car or that I'm just incompetent. I purposely had them walk. So it's different schools and different, you know, communities are are, are different about that. Totally. How are your, um, do the high schoolers, do they walk? Do they take the bus? Well, they are a little too close to take the bus. We live... We live even a little okay. closer to the high school. Maybe actually maybe okay. about the equidistant between the high school and the elementary. Um, my oldest, who is a junior. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Is that true? <laughs> Hold on a second. Yes. Wait. <laughs> yes. My oldest is a junior. I just really freaked myself out when I just said that for the first time. Oh, boy. Okay. So my oldest has oh, a wow. moped. And he can so, drive that. He also has friends cool. who can pick him up. And yeah. he's 16. He yeah, could have a driver's true. license. He just hasn't, he hasn't. I don't know why moped seems even more like, ed. yeah, of course he could have a driver's license. Moped seems even more like right. grown up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he, <laughs> um, it was funny. I posted about that on Facebook and somebody said, you know, oh, I would never let my child have a moped. And I was like, you, you know, the thing is, what I like about it is he, first of all, he can't go above right. like 25 miles per hour in town. And he right. never goes anywhere that's not within right. a mile radius. And he can't put anyone yeah. else on it with him. Yeah. Like he can't, you know, be that kid riding around yeah, with 10 friends in his car. that distraction. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. And and I was like, and you should see, I tailed him the first few times. You should see how slow he drove. He actually had an accident from driving too slow. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a first the child. First That's a firstborn thing. So, <laughs> yeah. So and I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. And honestly, when he needs some kind of transportation right. to get around and when it came time for him to take driver's ed and he was just sort of like on the fence, which I think is a new phenomenon. Like I feel like when I was in school, everybody was dying to get their license. And now a lot of kids are just sort of meh. But hey, I don't want to pay those insurance rates. And we don't have an extra car for him to drive. And so that's fine Makes with me. Sense. <laughs> Makes he can sense. take the moped. And then this year, Isaac will be old enough. Um, when he turns 15, you can okay. get a moped license. So at that point, they'll probably, Jacob will probably, you know, start getting his license yeah. and they can do transies. Awesome. But yeah. Isaac walks. Actually, he runs. He's in cross country this year. So he just uses nice. his. He nice. just runs to school in the nice. morning. So, yeah. But a lot of kids, I mean, a lot of kids drive. So sometimes their friends will pick them up. But I prefer for them to get yeah. them there themselves because yeah. they tend to be late. They tend to be yeah. late. Do they start early? Like you hear a lot friends. this time of year. You see a lot of the articles and studies about how early high schools and middle schools start and how it's better for the kids. Yeah. If, I mean, if it would be almost better if it were flipped, if the elementary school started. I think yeah. that that's true. But I have to tell you that. I mean, I absolutely think that that's true. I know that when I was a kid, I when I was that age, I wanted to sleep. For me, ideal would have mm-hmm. been nine or ten. But if I could have slept till eight, that would have made me a lot more alert in the morning. Um, the boys start at start at seven forty-five, which means they kind of have to be out the door by like seven mm-hmm. twenty. Mm-hmm. So they get up like right around right before seven. But it hasn't been a problem, and it wasn't a problem all last year either. They're really pretty good about. Um, getting themselves up and out the door. And in fact, my son Owen, or Isaac, I'm sorry, who was a freshman yesterday, left without <laughs> saying goodbye. We didn't, by the time we woke up, you know, Jacob's kind of bebopping around the kitchen. He's up. And we said, where's Isaac? And Jacob's like, oh, he left a long time ago. <laughs> what, did, what did he do? He forgot oh, his lunch. He forgot schedule. And that was the schedule. first day of school, right? He forgot, he just, like, he just up it was left. the first day of school. He, yeah, he just up and left. So they, they're pretty good about getting That's themselves good. out the door. Um and then it was kind of cute because Jacob had Aww. lunch with him, so I had him take Jacob take his lunch. And this is a new thing too, packing for the older kids. We were letting them get um, hot lunch uh-huh. last, you know, the middle school and, and high school kids, but they kept abusing it, like because they don't limit. You know, there's oh, no way to lock that down. Is it just like an account school. that you draw? So they would add it. on it. Yeah. It's just an account, and they will let it overdraw. So you know, they'd add right. on a Gatorade or they'd add on a extra granola bar at a dollar right. fifty right. a pop, and not really understand how quickly right. that could add up. And so I did the math this year, and even if nobody did any additional stuff, like if it was just a lunch every day for five kids, it works out to like two hundred and seventy-five dollars wow. a month or something crazy. So, and if, and if, it never would have stopped there. They would have added on. They would have eaten breakfast or whatever. So anyway, we um. We are doing packed lunches for mm-hmm. now. We'll see how it goes. <sighs> it's all going to – This is like the beginning. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. It's all yeah, going to shake exactly out. when it's like – And that's <laughs> – I, I am someone, as you know, yeah. I'm someone who kind of likes – So, yeah, this is kind of that time when things are about to change, and I find that's what I'm most uneasy. I, li- I do like routine. I'm fine with routines that change over time and changing things up, but it's this time of year when you know everything is about to shift, you know, new routines, new schedules, and you, but you don't know quite how it's going to feel yet. And so that's definitely where we are. Like, what, when is the baby going to nap? Is it going to yes. be before I pick up or after? You know, it's like, right. and yeah, so I, I'm ready for like two weeks from now, kind of know how it's all going to be. Well, it's funny, yesterday I was exhausted 
by the end of the day, I was totally exhausted. And someone said to me, oh, I thought you were going to have this luxurious day. And I said, well, there was a lot of luxury in the hours when the kids were at school. But I felt like there was so much prep work the day before. You know, we went and did all the back, the last minute shopping that we hadn't finished yet. And um, I ended up packing all the lunches for the first day just because I felt like I wanted to. And this is something like, you know, sometimes you just want to do those little motherly things. And I put little sticky, I put little... um, post-it notes on every kid's, in every kid's lunch, even the big kids. And I put hilarious, <laughs> like, I don't know. I told, called one of them Snuggy Woogums and they thought it was funny. They, they get my sense of humor. And the thing is that they're not embarrassed at all. That's so, awesome. you know, I'm sure Jacob showed everybody at his table and they all probably awesome. had a good laugh over it. But yeah. So, but between that and then yesterday I got up early and got the kids to school and it was sort of emotional yeah. and, you know, a little, a little stressful because I wasn't sure how Clara would do. And then um, got home and I worked really hard and I had lunch with a friend and then I, and I worked out and I just yeah. packed all this activity. And then the kids came home and, you know, there's all this talking at me <laughs> that they were doing. By the time I sat down last night and poured myself like the smallest glass of wine and I was like, I didn't even make it to the end. And I was like, I gotta yeah. go to bed. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. So I'm, that's part of it now. I feel like we're coming off this sort of yes. leisurely summer schedule. And I think you have to work harder, um, like and physically and mentally when it's not autopilot yet. Like as soon as it's autopilot, you might be doing exactly. some of the same things, but because you, you're, you know what to expect and it's, and the kids know what to expect. It's just less tiring. So it's that, like, it's that newness right. that makes it feel hard probably. You're right. You're right. And, and a lot of the, um, you know, when you let things go for a while and you kind of yes. have to then do a lot of yes. scrambling to, you know, get things figured out. And that's, you know, yeah. that's kind of where we are. But, but you know, we're on day two of all of my kids in school Crazy. all day long. And it is an amazing thing. Let me tell you what. I know. It, it's five years <laughs> down the road for me. Right? You're five years in five years, I think. Yeah. Because Violet will be six, maybe four years. If she's five and a half and four, yeah. So in four years, then she'd be in kindergarten. Yeah. So yeah, four years yeah. from now. I'll... So you're right yeah. where I was in that oh, video. I'll, yeah, I'll post it in the show notes. We okay, were talking so about where I am versus where you are. So it's relevant. Make it relevant because yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, early and it's just a little thirty second video, and um, I'll just describe it really quick. I I was going through my old um, photos on my camera, an old camera, and I found this video I'd taken of the kids when we had just moved into a new house. I was like in this, and you can tell like nothing is put away. Um, there's just crap everywhere. I was laying on this bed and my, at the time, six, four and one, you know, almost right. exactly yeah. where you are it's now, like exactly six, four and one, one year olds were on the bed and I'm just surrounded <laughs> by children. It's the only way I can put it. Like they were crawling all over. There was other videos from yeah. that set too, where they were like doing like somersaults off the bed and I'm just immobilized in the corner and it was bedtime everyone's wearing their pajamas and I'm just sort of like I think I went in there to read them a story and it just turned into crazy times so the baby you know the baby keeps and there's other videos that keep showing her crawling over my legs and then crawling the other way and then crawling over my legs again and then the boys are like singing everybody was kung fu fighting and completely freaking out and then you know Owen kicks yep. Clara in the face and she doesn't even say anything. She just goes, uh, <laughs> and the best part about it is my voice in the background. I sound yeah. so beaten. <laughs> I'm well, like, I loved the uh, end of it. Cause you were like, no, 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 no. 
because it finally gets to the point where, <laughs> yeah. like, they wanted Clara to do the kung fu dance or something, and oh, yeah, I, I and then, you know, the the six year old picks her up and is yeah. like throwing right. her around, breaking her back, and yeah. I'm just like, no, yep. no, no, yep. no, <laughs> That's like no. This, yeah, exactly. So anyway, that. the. Yeah, it juxtaposed against like what my life is like now. I it's mm-hmm. so different. It's almost unbelievable. I can't even believe it. How quiet my house is and how easy it is to yeah. keep, you know, relatively easy it is to keep clean. Um and how little noise there is. Even yeah. when all the kids are home, there's just not that yeah. much noise anymore. It's just so different. And I tell people that all the time like you have no idea. If you're in the trenches right now, if you're the person who has one kid in preschool and one kid in half day kindergarten and you have to work around a baby's nap and when they're all three home together, it's total madness and all those things that you, you know, are in right now in two years, your life will start to come, you know, your life is really going to start to change in three years. It's going to be, um, really different. And in four years, it's going to be unrecognizable. It's crazy. It is, but there's some, you know, but watching that too, there's that pang of sort of nostalgia because it would have fun, yeah. time of my life that I don't ever want to go Speaking back to. Speaking of, I hear mine uh, <laughs> coming home from the walk that they were whisked away on. Oh, oh yeah. So I we think, need to wrap I up? I think pretty soon. Otherwise, we could have a live re- okay. reenactment of that video on the podcast. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about, since we've just kind of um, waxed nostalgic about summer and small children and now have talked about school. Let's talk about what's coming up this fall. I actually, and I'll link to this as well. I just put up a post yesterday with a video talking about some of the stuff I've got on deck for myself personally for this fall. And I'm sure you probably have some projects that you, um, oh, well, probably when your project yeah. is getting set. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to kind of nesting into this house, um, catching up on yep. Oh, and you're going to – well, you won't really have seasons, will you? But it won't, it won't be quite the same, the same as Arizona. Arizona. It'll start to cool down sooner, um, and then it'll just be yeah. that mild California. Um, right. But, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to nesting into this house. I really love the house we found. Um, and then, you know, gosh, my own writing, you know, obviously you and I work on the blog together, and that's a lot of editorial and social media and project management for me. But I feel like I have not written freelance-wise an essay or gotten published somewhere in quite some time. So I think that professionally that would be mm-hmm. one on my list. And I always kind of just kind of wait for inspiration for stuff like that. Um, and, but I feel like I need maybe to hunker down and do some, some freelance writing maybe this fall. Yeah, that sounds great. So one of the things I talked about in the video yesterday that I will link to in the show notes, um, and I would tell you where those show notes would be, but I've completely forgotten what episode we're on. So um, I'll, t- I'll say sounds in the good. outro. <laughs> no idea what's going on evidently um is that i I, we talked a lot last year about beyond baby the book that we released in the spring and this fall i'm doing a boot camp a 30-day free boot camp basically just to take those concepts you don't have to have a copy of the book but if you wanted to get one that would be awesome um it's it's going to be a separate thing though where they'll just be daily really manageable small activities to kind of capitalize on the back to school spirit, whether your kids are in school or not. Um, just kind of looking, I look at this time of year as a mom's new year, you know, the new, the actual January 1st new year never really feels that new to me. It's kind of just same old, same old. This is a new beginning. So we're going to capitalize on the energy and, um, we're going to just do, there's going to be community and, and, and different little activities that we can do together and I'll be leading it and facilitating, but there'll be a whole group of people doing it all together. So I will be announcing um, more information about that coming up and like how to sign up if you need to get the activities via email. Um, It's going to start on September 15th. 
So just keep watching the blog and you can also check out beyondbaby.net and that has that information or will have that information right now. It's the book, the book information, but oh goodness. <laughs> yes. I hear, I see Sorry. what you mean about the nails, yes. the nails Sorry on the that. wood. Yes. No, that's how our house is all day long. Like click, 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 yep. click, click. That's a dog walking from one end of the house to the other. Click, 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 click. We're coming back. Anyway, I'll wrap it up since it's been uh, real life. Since you've got real little ones coming home, but all around us. Real life. Hey, you know exactly. I I make the joke. I get rid of my my kids for the day, and I still have my dog. So, um. Anyway, check out beyondbaby.net. Awesome. Sarah, any last final no, words for this happy episode? Back to school, everybody. Yes, absolutely. It's a it, happy fall. It's a fun time of Definitely. year. It's one of I'm my glad the podcast is year, back actually, too. It's so. gonna be fun. Me too. I missed it. All right. Well, I will talk to you next time, Sarah. It's been fun as always. Thanks for listening to episode 34 of the Home Hour podcast. If you want to find links to some of the things that Sarah and I discussed today, including both of those videos, you can go to the show notes. They're at thehappiesthome.com backslash episode 34. That's thehappiesthome.com backslash episode 34. That's all for today, guys, but I'll be back next week, so I will see you then. 